Hello and welcome back to another FAT Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, or FACT, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. In today's episode, I'm going to cover something that is said about in the popular media. You hear friends talk about it. You may read about something in a Reader's Digest or some uh, trashy uh, magazine. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go through some of the research, and that is laughter as medicine, laughter as the best doctor you have, laughter as something that builds the immune system and your body, humor as a way of fighting off infections and strengthening your mind, body, and spirit. Laughter can be an effective therapeutic. And that's something that everyone forgets, especially in these COVID times, pandemic times. Everyone's walking around with fear and anxiety. And we already know that fear and anxiety lower the immune system. We already know that fear and anxiety change how your prefrontal cortex and dorsal medial lobe um, process everything around you. So what you think is right could be left, up and down. You could over-amplify something, start screaming because there's socks on the floor, or, you know, totally pay, not pay attention to important things, like you're, you left your baby in your car on a hot summer day. That's what happens when the prefrontal cortex gets overwhelmed. And we have all done that when we're thinking about too much. We have stress and anxiety. We can't focus on the task at hand. And either you forget the task or you get locked into one task. And maybe we'll talk about that anxiety, t- the anxiety brain next podcast. I think that's what we're going to do. But let's talk about laughter as medicine. And let's cut to the chase. A lot of people say that the reason laughter works is because we release our own beta endorphins, our body's own morphine. Not true. There's tons of studies out there showing that's not what happens. But some good things do happen. It's amazing. That's why you have to laugh. Anxiety is a brain killer. Anxiety is an immune killer. Fear is a brain killer. And I mean inability to process the world around you, communication, reach out, talk to people. Fear and anxiety will destroy relationships. How many marriages are destroyed because of worry over money or other things? Had nothing to do with this one cheated on this one or we grew apart. What a bunch of crap. No, it was basically you changed the connections in your brain, living in fear and anxiety where you couldn't connect with people. You couldn't feel pleasure. You couldn't reach out and know that you were being heard. And the next relationship won't fix that. This is a neurological problem, folks. This isn't a moral, ethical, you got to go talk to a more a marriage counselor. Oh, my God. You got to learn how your brain works and understand that if you're in fear and anxiety all the time, you need to fix that because that changes the wiring in your brain for accepting love, for accepting hope, for accepting friendship, for accepting kindness. You can't even accept it. You can't even see it when you're in fear and anxiety. That's why I have a lot of problems. You know, our family tends to give the shirt off our back. That's how I'm raising my children. And we always bend over backwards for new friends, help them out, bring them to the gym, whatever someone needs, you know. 
You could call us Christian. You could call us whatever you want. We bend over backwards for people. And some people that are living in fear and anxiety, they have no clue what we're doing. And they have fear that, you know, why are they doing that? There has to be a string attached. No, you idiot. Your brain screwed up. You have mush for a prefrontal cortex. And you're not seeing the reality in front of you. And a lot of people do not take responsibility for their own wiring, their own nervous system's wiring. It is your responsibility. You put your clothes on in the morning. You brush your teeth in the morning. How are you taking good health and care of the wiring of your brain? That is your choice. Now, yes, the environment can blow up around you, but you can turn off the news. You can say, oh, you know, I have to wear a mask or that restaurant's closed. Go somewhere where it's open. You can find places to change, modify, and adapt. So you can continue to have positivity in your brain. That is a choice. That is so much of a choice. Oh, Fred, it's so hard. Yes, it is. It's work. It's like working out especially when you turn on the TV and everyone's scared and you talk to your friends and they're all scared and then you walk someplace or you go someplace and everywhere everyone's wearing masks, whether they work or not, that's not the purpose of this podcast, but it's a signal that there's something fearful out there when 99.97% of the people are going to survive this, much better than the flu percentages. So it's amazing, amazing that, you know, that people don't take control of their own brain. And here's one way you can, laughter and humor. Plenty of studies out there showing how laughter is like exercise. And it's got a unique thing, the way laughter affects the body. Like if you go run or you lift weights, you have increased muscle tone. But the way laughter works neurologically, when you have a good guffaw, you have a good belly laugh, you know, even for a few minutes, after that work, it's good cardiovascular work, even though the heart and, and your uh, respiratory rate is up, your lungs and heart are working hard, guess what? There's no stress in the system. In fact, your skeletal muscles relax. There's a paradoxical relaxation to long periods of laughter. There's a paradoxical relaxation to long periods of laughter. So what does that mean? Watch comedies. Have conversations. If you have friends that make you laugh or giggle, hang out with them. Why? Because that laughter is going to change the wiring in your brain. And your skeletal muscles relax. You don't need flex row. You don't need a muscle relaxant. And I don't want to slam yoga because I love it, you know, and I have yoga instructors probably listening. I don't want to get them upset. But a 30, 60 minute of yoga does cause some paradoxical relaxation of the skeletal muscles. But it's 30 minutes. A three minute laugh does the same thing and it lasts all day. Wow. So start using laughter. Fred, I have nothing to laugh about in my life. Change it. Oh, you don't know. I, I do know. I've been through a lot in my own life. We're not here to have a pity party. But guess what? It, what do you think is going to happen? If you're going through crap and it's a real storm around you, would you rather have a stronger physiology, a stronger body, right? Stronger to get through it? Or do you want to lay there and get beat up like a doormat? Now, don't let's not get into what the media is doing, but the media is taking out people, turning them into doormats. 
making them, you know, remove courage. There was an article on, in the Washington Post last week, which basically said, oh, we need you to stay scared about the pandemic. Now, whether it, it's scary or not, it, I mean, 99.9% .9 recovery. Are you kidding me? And you're, you know, the flu's not that good. And you're going to keep people scared? They should have picked a different bug. They really should have. Um, because this one, biologically, scientifically, isn't that strong anymore. And it's only hitting certain groups. And those groups we are abusing because we keep their immune system weak. I'm talking about senior citizens. We don't take them outside in the sun. We keep them socially isolated. And they have a poor diet and sleep habits. We're doing it on purpose in long-term care. So if you want to kill someone off with an infectious disease, lower their immune system during a pandemic. Oh, that's what we do to our elders anyway. You know, I just call that slow euthanasia, the way we take care of our elders in this country. But that'll be uh, for another podcast. So get your laughter in you. It has a paradoxical relaxation on the skeletal muscles. Fantastic for recovery. Now, laughter, stress, and anxiety. Let's talk about that. We now think, because your heart rate's up and respiratory rate's up right after laughing, that a lot of this is cognitive too. And we'll talk about the stress hormones that drop. But a lot of this is cognitive too. How you process the world, how you see the world. You know, and we're talking about putting on rose-colored glasses, and there's nothing wrong with that. Because it's, you either see the world as positive or negative. Well, guess what? If you laugh more... You start, you start changing how your body and your brain and your nervous system process information. Your thalamic filtering is an area where all sensory information goes into the midbrain. Your thalamic filter, your thalamus, will start looking for those things that are lighthearted, that are humorous, that continue, you know, continuity with your current paradigm. What do all those words mean, Fred? Well, if you're a happy person, you're going to keep your brain, once that's locked in, will start looking for happy things. You will find ways to be happier once you start rolling that way. And that's an amazing thing. So you have to continue to laugh and find good humor. And I don't mean sick humor and people's downfalls and all that. I'm talking about just lightheartedness and having fun in life. Imagine that. So what, so how does laughter really work? I'm of the mindset, I'm of the belief, I'm in the camp, I'm on the team, that it's all about lowering cortisol. We now know that when you laugh for a long period of time and you have humor throughout the day, there's plenty of scientific research showing a demonstrable decrease in serum cortisol which is a stress hormone. So imagine this, what we're finding out for health and healing, when you have a little increase in heart rate and respiratory rate, you usually have an increase in stress hormones because you're in, you're in fight or flight, sympathetic nervous system's going, you're running away from a saber-toothed tiger, you know, you're, you're stuck in traffic. But with laughter, you get that increase in heart rate and lungs, but you get a decrease in cortisol. Guess what you get? You get higher movement of proteins through the body. And guess what? You heal. 
So if you lift weights and you're an athlete, you have to incorporate laughter and humor into your recovery plan. If you don't, you won't heal as well. That, that paradoxical skeletal, re, skeletal muscle relaxation followed by a drop in cortisol, followed by increased blood flow means bad stuff out, good stuff in. You get to heal. So if you've had shoulder surgery, bicep surgery, Bane, you've had, yeah, that was for Bane out in uh, Chicago. You've had, you know, say, you know, you have IBS, Crohn's disease. Those people know who I'm talking about. You know, chronic migraines. If you can work in laughter, you change blood flow. You decrease cortisol which means, and you in increase the blood flow to the areas that need to heal. What could be wrong with that? My main way of looking at laughter is understanding that we're changing our filter. The reason some of us listen to music is because it makes us happy, right? The laughter, the humor, the fun, the smiles will increase your healing and strengthen your immune system. If you're Karen with a resting bitch face, guess what? You're decreasing and weakening your immune system. And you should jump up and down and lock down the whole country because people like you are dangerous for everyone around them and for yourself because you're destroying your immune system. We don't let people in this country shoot up drugs and wreck their bodies right in the middle of the street. We tried to help them. One of these days we're going to start reaching out and when people have that, you know, R RBF, the resting bitch face, they're crabby, grumpy old men. If we could reach out to them and say, look, that's a mental health problem. You're wrecking your immune system. You don't get to do that. You don't get to be completely drunk in the middle of the street, laying in the gutter. There's actually laws against that, and we try to get those people, and we get them help. How about the next level up? Well, people are so crabby and so negative and so pessimistic that it's affecting their immune system and their immune system of their family. Maybe we should start looking at whether someone's qualified to have a family because of how negative they are and the anxiety and fear they monger. Fear is not a vir virtue. Humor and happiness is. So get a laugh. Watch a good comedy. Take your significant other for a walk and just talk about humorous episodes. And don't take your life so serious. We all know the saying, this too shall pass, and it will. And it does. But if you do it with humor, laughter, and joy in your heart, you're going to be healthier. And you're going to kick any infection's butt. And this has been another Fact Podcast.